Hey, today we're going to be talking about culture, values, and attributes. Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. It does guarantee fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. My name is Brad Parnell, and with over 12 years of entrepreneurship highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and tactics to help your business and life get to the next level. Grind Less is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. Hey everyone, today I wanted to talk about the importance of culture and what that means for your business. Now, a lot of times when we think about culture, we think about, you know, the cool things in an office like, you know, ping pong tables or games or uh, doing trust falls and all the, the fun team building exercises. And that can be a part of culture. But the truth is, culture is really just a set of values that your team lives by. And if you've ever heard the saying that culture eats strategy for breakfast, (laughs) I've experienced that never being more, more truthful. And really what, what that means is whenever you have great culture in your company, then that becomes the best strategy because you can have the best systems, the best processes, um, and still be a wildly successful company. But unless you have a great culture, you're missing out on not only joy and happiness for your company, but also some of the things that you can't put on a spreadsheet, right? You can't put on um, just a piece of paper hang up in your wall somewhere. It really is this invisible force that draws everyone together, that helps people become better problem solvers, better strategists. They enjoy showing up to work. They enjoy helping customers solve their problems. And they feel like they're a part of something bigger. And that is really hard to, to define that as a quali- or a quantitative result, right? It's, it's hey, if we do three, three days a week where we're doing games or doing these other things, then we'll have great culture. That's, that's not really how it goes. It is a qualitative um, experience. And what I found is the best way to create that culture in your office is the very first thing to do is really start with your core values. And we've all heard the joke of, you know, the core values are usually the things that you suck at the most, you're not good at, and you put them on your wall. And they're usually beneath the line values, meaning it's things that you almost have to have just to be a business. So like the the joke is in the, I think it was the show, um, The Office, where, you know, they would have have values or a mission statement that was just so generalized. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it was, it was almost like we worked together to help others achieve their goals and hit their dreams. But it was, it was the, the big Walmart vision that people roll their eyes at. And if you want to start creating a great culture, it really starts with great core values. And we have to think differently about core values of not just, again, those beneath the line or the playing field items of, you know, integrity and respect and hard work and determination. Those are the things that you have to show up with to even be on the map. And you can't move the needle on your values and your or your culture if you don't have real values that go one step deeper than the traditional value. So if you say, yes, I want to have better culture in my company and I want to create that invisible force um, that is the best strategy for growth and having a healthy organization, 
then it really starts with getting real on your core values and not having a list of 10 or 15 or 20, but really distilling it down to, um, you know, one of my favorite authors, Patrick Lencioni, wrote a book called The Advantage and lots of other books. And I believe it was that one where he talks about, you know, having no more than, than three or four core values and really making those mean something for, for the business. So instead of your core values being the generalized one, you know, thinking about what, what do these words actually mean and how do they inspire and motivate myself and my team and my clients or customers to, to push things forward every day. So for example, we've, we've got a few more than three, but our core values at, uh, my business genie rocket are fearless, creative speed and results. So we've got four and they're really short and they sound simple, but it actually took a long time to get there. We've gone through different exercises, been through a lot of different things, but those four are the things that we hire and fire by and that we really live by. And it makes us have a fun culture and a fun environment. And so if, if we impact those a little bit, and I want you to think about your business or organization as we're going through these, but you know, when we talk about fearless, that applies to customer service that applies to, um, how we solve problems that applies to how we approach every problem that applies to how we, how we treat each other. We're going to be bold. We're going to be fearless. We're not going to be afraid. We're not going to let fear get in the way of moving things forward. So that means when we have new ideas and we're voting on them or talking about them, we have to be fearless in either saying yes or saying no, because we're all, we're doing it for the mission of the company. So that's fearless. When we talk about creative, this isn't, um, creative just in a sense of making things look pretty and thinking, you know, creatively outside of the box and how we put things together. Um, it, it's again about problem solving that applies to every part of our business. You know, it's for the person that's managing our social media, doing community management, that's doing support, that's doing design. It's, we have to be creative in how we solve problems and how we come up with solutions because money exchanges hands when problems are solved Thank you, Coach Bert, for that line. And if we're not creative in our problem solving, then nothing's going to make us stand out, right? Things are always progressing and moving forward. So we always have to be creative in how we're solving those problems. So that's fearless. That's creative. And then we have results, which means people don't, and I'm sure this applies to your business too, people don't pay you just to do a tactical check the box. They pay you because they're achieving some sort of result in their mind. Even if you're not responsible for that final result, you are a step in the process to getting that result. So if you aren't results focused in your conversations and in how you think, um, I believe that that is the most critical area. Because if you're working with anyone that is giving you money, like again, they're giving it to you to get a result. And so if you're not focused on that result or know how you play a picture in getting that result, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're, you are non, you are irrelevant. And then the last one, um, is speed. And I talked about this in my last podcast, but you know, we believe that if you can solve a problem and you can do it quickly, you should do it quickly. You know, in, in my business, we're, we're kind of going in anti-agency mode now, but agencies historically are a lot of money. They take a long time and it's just painful on both sides. And I have come to despise and hate projects. Projects to me have a long timeline. They cost a lot of money. You don't really know what the end result is. There's always things that get in the way. And I get that there's projects that have to happen, 
but we believe in taking action and getting stuff done in like in that meeting time. So if we set a meeting, whether that's an hour or a day, we will get that thing done and launched in that a lot of time, um, what we like to call sprints. So whether it's for a client or for ourselves, we don't like to leave any leftovers. We hate having ongoing work that just droves on and on and on. We, we like to get stuff done with, with speed and solve problems quickly. And if there's a lot of things to get done, we at least break those down into chunks. Hey, this is the problem we're solving today. In, out, done, next. In, out, done, next. Um, so those are our core values. And what that allows us to do is create a really great and healthy culture because everyone knows, hey, when they come into the office, we have this huge on our walls that we have, that we're creative, that we're fearless, that we move with speed and that we are results focused. And as long as my team understands that and gets that, everything else becomes a lot easier, right? Now there's a lot of unspokens of in between the lines and you could say gray areas, but the truth is those are the things that we care about the most and we've got to keep it simple. Um, Now a step deeper than that is what we call attributes. And this again is from Patrick Lencioni and I, I think it's from the book, The Advantage where he talks about creating a healthy culture and healthy is better than smart, right? Everyone can get smarter and grow, but a healthy organization is so critically important and that goes along with culture. And so one of, one of the best things that I learned um, from that book and that I apply, and I've had, I've had this for years, even though my core values have changed a little bit because the business has changed, these three things I'm about to share with you are the things that have stuck with me for years and go deeper than values and when I'm hiring, and that's the uh, character attributes that make any successful team player. And, and that reminds me, so the book, the book this one is in is actually, um, I think it's called like uh, How to Be an Ideal Team Player. And in this book, Patrick Lencioni unpacks a story about a construction company that was going through massive growth and they needed to hire lots of team members quickly. And they were trying to discover what are the most important characteristics across the board that could work for hiring lots of new construction workers that would help them grow with the company and not just leave in the next month or two months or three months. And then as they went on this deep research and deep journey, the three things that they discovered actually worked across the board for every industry and they've applied this in practice and consulted with uh, companies worldwide and really discovered that these are the three key things that make an ideal team player. Are you ready for those things? So those three, although they're very simple, are the following. Humble, hungry, and smart. I'll say this again. Humble, hungry, and smart. So write those down if you're taking notes or pull over and pull up your notes app. And I want you to think about if you're in charge of hiring anyone or impacting a team or managing a team, think about those three attributes. And if your current team has those, or if you're hiring, making sure that those get brought up in the conversation. I just hired a new team member that starts on Friday and I went, I went through that very same exercise. So I went through, here's our core values. We hire and fire by these. We live and die by these. They are critically important. Next thing, these are the three attributes that we look for in every team player because we believe if you have these three things, everything else is teachable. And so by me 
verbalizing that and doing an audible, I am reinforcing to my new hire and she knows exactly what I'm looking for. And when I did make her the offer, I told her, hey, I believe that you meet these things. And so she knows that she has confidence now that she has those, but I'm going to continue to look for those in her. So by being humble, that means that she's going to come into every office business situation and just come with humility, right? It's, hey, I've got a lot to learn. Um, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not the smartest one in the room. And we all are going to have that approach. That is very different than confidence. We're not saying be unconfident. We're saying we have to live in humility. The next is hungry. Now, this one is obvious, but just to explain it and unpack it, because it is a very important one. Hungry means too the same kind of the same thing with it always always looking for growth. She's going to come in and want to consume information, right? How do I learn everything about Genie Rocket? How do I learn all the features that it provides, all the benefits the customers get from it, um, all the different tricks and tactics and tips, and how can I constantly be learning and learning and learning and pushing myself and listening to podcasts and reading books? And she's got to have that drive or else she's going to die. Because in our world, in, in any world, it's you're either growing or you're dying, so that's where the, the hungry part comes in. And then smart, it's not book smart. It's not IQ. It's not SAT score. It is completely people smarts, right? Do you have social intelligence? Can you come into a room or a situation and have have the knowledge of what is going on and what to say and the self-awareness of what your position on the team is And all those things together make an ideal team player. And those are critically important. And I really hope that you write those down and think about those. And as I talk about writing down, I'm writing down, I'm reminded. So me and Logan from my team, we listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, We listen to the same one of um, Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is incredible. And I highly recommend listening to. Um, He had an interview and the guy on that show that does extremely well with the one they were interviewing made a statement at the end and I'm going to botch it up a little bit, but I'll try to get it right. But basically it was, um, you know, the, the world favors those who take action, not who take notes. So think about that for a second. Just let that sit. The world favors those who take action and not take notes. Obviously we take notes on different things. I take notes on different things. But I have found this so true and it so resonated with me. And that goes back to the speed idea is whenever you take an, take action on an idea, even if it's not 100% correct, you are going to be so further ahead and be taking a step into a right direction by just taking action. Because just thinking about something or writing something down does not does not do anything. Eventually you have to take action on something. And the sooner you take action and arguably the sooner that you fail, the sooner that you're going to be one step closer to the right result. That's where the lines of like fail forward or fail fast, fail often come into play. This is, this is what all the big guys do guys. So like Facebook, um, Instagram, all these big startups, every sort of company, everyone has failures, but the faster that you can get to a failure, the faster you can get back on the right track to know why that didn't work and where you need to pivot to. So you can decide if you want to pivot or persevere. So the world favors those that take action, not take notes. So just in recap, today we talked about culture, we talked about core values, creating your core values that are above the line, that aren't just basic core values that every business has to have. And and you putting those out and living those are going to help create a great culture. 
Core values are the behaviors that answers the question, this is how we behave. So when you're creating them, think about it through that, through that, that, um, that lens. This is how we behave. These are our values. And think about it, is that the kind of company that, that you would want to come into every day that believes those things? For me at Genie Rocket, we come in every day and I'm thinking of speed, fearless, fearless, creative results. Like, yes, that's the kind of place that I want to be at. And other people that come in are going to also say the same thing or they're going to say, no, I, I'm not fast. I'm not fearless. I'm not creative. I don't believe in results. Hey, that's okay. You're not a good fit for us, but I'm glad, I'm glad that we were able to define that, right? Have polarizing values. That's going to create a great culture. And when you're hiring, look at the attributes of humble hungry and smart guys i hope this was helpful if you found this valuable it would mean the world to me if you could review it on itunes share it with another business builder or friend you have that might need to hear this i will catch you next time thanks everyone